full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. lined up for you. I scoured the country from coast to coast in search of the best growers I could get on this show. Because as you know, right here in Connecticut, as of October 1st, we are now allowed to have up to six plants per patient. So, If you're tuning in, and maybe you're thinking about starting a grow for the first time, or maybe just want to learn from the pros, this is the place to be. It's going down. Don't go anywhere. And of course, that is not all. I will give you your update on what you need to be streaming this next week until I see you on the podcast again. Because next Thursday, the Pop Brothers at Law live right here. So this is literally the prelims. I am so fired up for this. So, shout out Hazel. Shout out Awkward Ginger. Shout out Lip Puff. All on TikTok. Checking it out, Bonnie and Clyde. I see you up here, Nathaniel Potter up in the house. And of course, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, 
I see Matt Harley, the number one mod of all time, right here live. Brandon, my man in the house, so much energy because you know that's just what I do, brother. With the fire emojis, hell fucking yeah, about to light this shit up. OGMI Grow, what's up? Cheers to you, Ryan Francis. Welcome, it's to be blunt. Boy, yo, let me tell y'all right now, I am so fired up to learn about growing weed because I've been I've been wanting to grow indoors for so long and I have not done it. Only outside, only outdoors, and I've had maybe a couple successful crops, and then I had a couple that I lost to uh, nature, we'll call. So this about to be lit. Phone lines are open, 860 Three eight four seven one one zero. That is eight six zero three eight four seven one one zero. Listen, I know, I know, I know. Somebody is gonna want to win some shit. I got a smokers supply box lined up for tonight. It's got a bong in there with a flower and concentrate attachments. You can either, you know, smoke a little flower, do a little dab. Joint papers, blunt wraps, to be blunt stickers, Hepwick, lighter clippers, clipper lighters. I mean, oh shit, I mean, I got them all backwards. This thing is stacked to the brim, even got a t shirt up in there. All you have to do is beat me in a game called the 10 second rule. That's right. 10 second rule goes like this. I probably should grab my. Uh, my laptop real quick. Not my laptop, my um, tablet. So we can actually have people call in. Jabroni move. Thank God, that, thank God that shit was right next to me on the charger. Let's get that shit loaded up. We gonna get that shit popping. Hell yes. There it is. All right. Now. <laughs> now that. The phone lines are open. Officially. <laughs> 860-384-7110. Like I said, 10 second rule. I pull on the card with a... Uh, a topic or a category, and you got 10 seconds to list off as many things inside the category, and then I will do the same. If you can beat me, if you can beat me, you'll walk away, smoke a supply box. All you gotta do is call in 860-384-7110. That is 860-384-7110. Because it's litty pockets hurting. Pockets hurting, awkward ginger. If your pockets are hurting, then maybe this is your chance to to win a little Sutton Sutton, yo. Get a little Sutton Sutton going on here. Oh, look at this shit. Look, I didn't even know I could switch that shit up. Look at me. I'm all shiny and shit now. TikTok be always be doing some crazy shit with me. Yeah, that's exactly, Ryan. That's a giveaway. Who wouldn't want a smoker supply box? And we might be having someone call in right now. To be blunt, what's your name? Where you calling from? Hello? Wow. 
wow, yo. How you going to call in like that and then hang up? Like, I thought we were on to something here. I don't know why they hung up. I guess maybe they didn't want to win something. Which I guess in their in their case sucks for them because oh wait wait a second wait a second wait a second to be blunt what's your name where are you calling from hello Wallingford Wallingford can you hear me son yes yes can you hear me son yes word what's your name where are you calling from mostly. John Wallingford. John from Wallingford. What's going on, brother? Are you calling in to play the 10 second rule game? I'll play the 10 second game, buddy. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. This is how this is going to go. John from Wallingford. I got a box of cards. All right. I'm going to pull a card, it's got a category on it. I have a timer here that's going to go off. It's a 10-second timer. And in 10 seconds, you have to name off as many, as many, you know, items in that category as possible. Does that seem fair enough? Fair enough. John, do you have weed in front of you? 100%. So why don't we go ahead and take a hit? I'll even take one with you. We'll make it fair. We'll both take a hit, and we'll both play the game like this, stoned. How's that work out for you? I mean, that, that's fair. I I think we're both already stoned anyway, so. I mean, I am stoned all day long, but neither, nonetheless, I'm taking my hit now. Sorry, TikTok. I can't actually show this on camera. All right. I'm even going to give you a, I'm going to give you a, a, an assistance here. I'm going to let you hear the timer sounds like the timer's got a three second tick before the 10 seconds start. So what's going to happen is you're going to get three, two, one, and then the timer will start. All right. It's going to be real quick. It's going to be real simple and real painless. How do you feel about this? Okay. All right. So I, I feel, I feel you feel. <laughs> All right, let's see. I'm going to pick I, something I out of here. Bro. I'm going to take something out of here. I'm picking a random card. Nope. Nope. That's not going to work. Things to pack for vacation. I'm not going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. All right, here we go. All right. Your topic is school <laughs> subjects. All right. School subjects. Do I have my mods in place to keep track? Of this correct answers, this only correct answers will be accepted. So, Matt Harley, I see you there. All right, John, I'm going to start the timer. And you're going to go for it. Good luck to you, man. So, three, two, one. School subjects, go. Biology, chemistry, Spanish, English, French. I don't think you got more than a six or seven. I'm going to wait for them to uh, come out on here. I'm pretty sure you only got six correct. You're going to repeat it at the end. So. 
Six is a lot. Six is a lot, man. The last time I played this game, I froze up. I froze the fuck up and only got like two up things up. People. I feel that. All right. I'm going to take another hit. All right. I'm going to pick a different category, by the way, because obviously I don't want to use the ones you already did. So, no, things to do on recess isn't really a fucking thing. Frozen treats. Frozen treats. Here we go. All right. Frozen treats. Now, as a stoner, this should be pretty easy. So, are you ready? In theory. In theory, I know. I'm probably going to freeze up. I'm going to go for this. All right. Here we go. I thought it would be easy, too, but no. Frozen treats. All right. Um, pizza rolls. Bagel bites. Eggo waffles. Uh, frozen fruit. Uh, hungry man dinners. Uh, fuck. Fuck, dude. I think I only got five. I only got five. So that means John from Wallingford. You have just won a smoker supply box provided by Hemper and 2B Blunt, complete with a bong, wraps, joint papers, hemp wigs, clipper lighters, t-shirt stickers. Loaded up, man. Congratulations. Make sure you send us an email or DM us your information. I will. All right. Thanks, brother. Somebody's excited. I'm excited, bro. All right, man. I appreciate you calling in, brother. <laughs> I love how he's, I love how he's choking in the background. Speaking of choking, I choked, yo. I straight fucking choked. Again, five to six. It's so freaking easy to win games on this show, man. Allow me to light my blunt back up. We are getting ever so close to the Grow Roundtable. Less than 10 minutes away. That's what she said. Thanks, Harley. We've already given away prizes. And let me tell you. I couldn't be happier, honestly. We got so much prizes here to give away on 2B1. It's kind of ridiculous. Shout out to Matt Harley for being like the ultimate mod and keeping track of all those Crazy, crazy in the town, the countdown. I could never do it. That's not for me at all. I'm excited. Let me tell you, this whole week I've been working. Give Matt Harley a follow. Damn right. This whole week I've been working on finding people for this growers table, man. The grower roundtable. Now you guys have seen the roundtable we've done before. We did one on the uh, Gabby Petito case. Actually, too, we had the update last week, but uh, of course, there hasn't been any new news on that front at all, which still blows my mind. It's been, what, two months now? Two months? Two months? It's fucking dog bounty hunters got more leads than you still? That's fucking, that's the feds for us. The feds, they, they can't find, they can't find a killer on the loose, supposedly. I'm going to say he is, but, but, but you know what the feds can find secret grows in the murder mountains of California, right? 
right? You guys can, you guys can fly down from helicopters and take out whole crops, no problem. But, but when it comes to finding, uh, you know, a killer, that that's 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 too hard. That's too much for y'all. We gotta call in dog. Still blows my fucking mind, yo. To be blunt. <laughs> I'm getting off track, yo. But what I'm trying to get at is these ROM tables have been so amazing. And we are going to continue to do these. There's going to be different topics we're going to be doing. Uh, we talked about doing like a, a can of parent um, round table with all the, you know, different parents who smoke cannabis and how they, you know, what's life like raising a child like that? And, and a bunch of other things on the front. Have you seen how many people in Cali? How many people what in Cali, Harley? That's why I left, LOL. I don't know. And listen, if you were if you were in Connecticut, you'd want to leave here too, I'll tell you that. A fucking shithole, let me tell you. This past weekend, like fucking 50 degrees. 50 degrees. Now today, it's like 78. I don't know what the fuck going on. Up and down. Last week, I was felt like shit. Did the show still. All weekend felt like shit. Had allergies and shit. I can't. I can't. I can't do. I, I can't. I can't be waking up in the morning to pretty much winter. By 10, 11 o'clock, it's fucking springtime. By 2, 3 o'clock, it's summer. By like 6, 7, it's fall. And by 10 o'clock, it's fucking winter again. This is, this is Connecticut in a nutshell. If you ever lived in Connecticut... Trust me when I tell you, that is exactly how that shit goes down. It's literally the most absurd shit I have ever, ever, ever witnessed in my life. And yet I'm still here. Go fucking figure. To be blunt podcast. We are going to take a quick break when we come back. The Growers Roundtable going on right here, so don't go anywhere. It's going down the highest podcast around. It's to be blunt. Okay, I'm stoned in the house and I'm in the house stone. Stone, stone in the house and I'm in the house stone. Stone, stone is a motherfucker in the house stone and I'm stone is a motherfucker in the house stone. Stone in the house, stone in the house stone. Stone, stone in the house, stone in the house stone. Stone, stone is a motherfucker in the house stone and I'm stone is a motherfucker in the house stone. I'm stone. And I'm smoked out yeah. Big rips Now I'm feeling like I'm choked out Those uh. beats So it needs to be poked out yeah. So high that it's seeming like I'm doped out Whoa. I'm fresh, you slow Whoa. Give me that blunt Watch you roll up some drove Flipping them packs I'm just going with the flow Whoa. Greenhouse stack I'm just watching him grow Watching him grow I need me a loud pack Plugs late So I give him a call back Bags low Man, it's giving me flashbacks Fuck that Watch a PZ Just bounce back Thick blunts Man, they looking like smokestacks I'm high So I'm ripping these stone tracks Cold start Now I'm dabbing in the thick wax these packs many larger than i max got everyone bowling big blunt smoking how the hell you blowing fuck with me nigga act like you knowing get high rapper always be flowing okay i'm stone in the house and i'm in the house stone stone in the house and i'm in the house stone stone is a motherfucker in the house stone and i'm stone is a motherfucker in the house stone stone in the house stone in the house stone stone in the house stone in the house stone stone is a motherfucker in the house stone and i'm stone is a motherfucker in the house stone i'm stone 
Thick stick stuck on the couch and I'm going through my Netflix Stone as a motherfucker, I ain't even doing shit Higher than a motherfucker, I don't give one shit Nope, get my phone, need to order out Rich clean and it's looking like a fucking drought Monkeys on how I'm going all out Give me pizza, give me wings, I finna ball out How long I gotta wait though? Should I hit the dub Z or am I straight though? Hey, waiting for my food, I need a plate though Another blunt right now, something great though Now I'm high as a kite Sitting here wondering why this light is so bright Never pick the show, I'ma be here all night Waiting on my food, not a driver in sight Got a plug for the re-up I don't know how to do it, even keep up Blow through all my weed in a week up That shit's not fire, that's the cheap stuff Okay, I'm stoned in the house and I'm in the house stone. Stone in the Stock up on TP Cause we're the shit It's to be blood With PZ To be blood podcast We are back And it is time For The growers Round table That's right I have assembled an epic team. It's like the Avengers, but we're all growers. Let's start bringing them in. We have. Hey, what up, guys? What's up? Drift from Drift Gardens here. Dylan from Drift Gardens. Welcome to the show. We also have the man himself. What's up, Chef? Goof, you might remember Chef Goof. He's been on this show plenty of times. Couple times, couple times. <laughs> so many times. Are you kidding me? We also uh, we also have Jordan the show. Joe is a what's up, brother? You are live, <laughs> my man. Joe, who is uh, also uh, a grower. I can't wait to get into <laughs> this thing. We are going to introduce everybody for them. We to get everybody in here. We have Turpy Turtle Station. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what, did you forget to turn on a light, bro? Hold on a second. Are you like one of those episodes of like the drug dealer shit on Vice, where like they have the the, the face off, you know, shadowed off, and your voice is real deep, and you talk like this? Is that what's happening over there? Okay, Turpy Turtle Station. Do you do you hear me? <laughs> I don't, I don't know if he knows what's going yeah, on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, I don't know where Lou is gone, but he is here. I am here. Uh, so, yeah, I just had to do a little moving around, so my video <laughs> is not on. But I'm here, brother. All right. So, we have, like I said, from Drift, Drift Gardens, Chef Goof, who represents Chef Goof Drop, who's a, a famous line of edibles, plus sage trees who runs a cannabis farm out in uh, California. And then, of course, we have Turby Turtle Station, who actually is the only home grower of the list here. We have Lou, who represents Weepa Farms, who is actually a hemp grower right here in Connecticut. So, as you already know, that's actually pretty epic because he's only a hemp farmer, and I'm interested to see if the process is any different Growing the hemp than it is growing like a regular plant, because I'm that's the one thing I was trying to figure out. But Lou's trying to move a bunch of stuff around. Joe, who works with Beehive Extracts, and what's the name of your farm again? 
Pacific Grove. Pacific yeah. Grove, that's right. Pacific Grove. How long have you been working out there? Uh, for this place, I've been here for three months, like going on four months now. And how long would you say that you guys have you, that you've been uh, actually working on farming, growing cannabis? Oh man, I worked at a nursery for like a year and a half. It's it's been a while. I mean, I've been in the industry for like ten years. Ten years in the but, industry, Chef Goof. How long have you been in yeah. the industry yourself? Uh, I'd say a solid three years right now. Yeah. Where, where are you traveling to right now? I'm uh, I, we're driving down to San Francisco right now from uh, up by the Bay Area. My man's in a whole ass car right now in the middle of the show. I am. I am. <laughs> With my friend, <laughs> I am. And Drift Garden is Dylan. How long have you uh, been operational for? Uh, we've been operational since 2018. Although this year we're getting a lot more serious with it. And define getting a lot more serious with it. Um, before it was just more of a uh, personal vlog, but now I'm trying to really reach out and work with other uh, influencers and growers, and just putting a lot more time and money into <clears throat> it to actually get money back out. What is the strategy so, behind getting influencers to work with you? Um, just getting like well with us, uh, it helps me get more people to view my content and uh, I get to teach people about what I know as far as just grow techniques and skills. And it gives me an opportunity to interview people that I really want to interview um, on Instagram and stuff like that. That's uh, right. You said you started a podcast, right? Do I have that correct? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, it's called The Indica Show, and uh, my last episode just came out actually today, Great. featuring uh, Ganja uh, Ganja Yoga with Tori. She's a yoga instructor who also just grows cannabis. Ganja Yoga? What the fuck is that? Um, she just smokes while, uh, well, she's medicated while she does yoga and so, teaches people how to do yoga. I Listen, I feel like I'm in the wrong line of work. Like, I should just go ahead and be like, I, I'm a ganja this or I'm a ganja that. And this, whatever I do, I do stone already. So, like, exactly. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ganja computer guy then, right? Is that what the fuck it is? I'm a ganja podcaster. I'm a ganja rapper. Fuck, man. It seems like such like an over, like an overly done thing. Like, it's. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, at least your content's quality content, though. You know exactly, exactly. But you know, when I'm stoned all the time, everything I do is a ganja content, for sure. So I'm kind of glad we got we got the the indica, the indica show. See now, oh, yeah. I, the indica is my preference when it comes to strains because I got anxiety. Thankfully, it's been a lot better since I started microdosing shrooms, and my life is like I haven't taken an actual anxiety pill in like a while, but. There are, I do have my days, trust me, but I got to say Indica and, and Indica leaning hybrids, my way to go, but let's not get too far off what I like. We got to get into why we're here. And that is the grow. All right. It's all about the grow. This episode is literally geared towards people who want to learn how to grow. And I know so many people have so many different methods, right? So everyone's like, this use this type of soil. We use this type of thing. We use these nutrients. We don't use any fucking nutrients. Like, there's a lot of confusion. If you've never grown before and you're like, you're a first time grower, a lot of confusion on where to start. Am I right about that or what? Yeah, I'd say so. Absolutely. So like, why why do, why is there why is there not like one just like you feel like a, like one standard method that's going to achieve you the results you want? But everybody does different things. So like, let me ask you like, for example, Chef Goof, 
What is something that you might do in your grow that other people don't do at all theirs? Like, there's something you do different that you feel like is maybe like your like trade secret. I'm not asking you to reveal it, but I'm like, I don't know if it's a trade secret. I just feel like my mentors, um, they just lined it out to me. You never miss a water. You never miss a feed. You never miss a spray. And if you just follow that, like you're going to have success in, in, in any type of, uh, you know, genetics that you use. Genetics are clutch, obviously. They're, they're, they help a lot in the process. But like me, like I just like to do a heavy feed and I just, you know, I let my plants talk to me and I just, when they tell me they're hungry, I'm going to give them more. So how the like, fuck do you know when like, for example, like I know you have, you have a large grow. You, dude, you, you, step got- in, you, step, you step into that greenhouse and they, they'll be chirping at you. They'll be like, hey, we're hungry. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's kind of weird in a spiritual way to, to explain it that way. But that's how I tell. I mean, like theoretically, I like to do it feed, feed, water. <laughs> So, you know, like I'll feed twice in a row, then I'll water. The feed is getting mixed with water anyways at the same time. So they're still getting their, their you know, their daily doses. But so when you have a I, farm at, the, at that's as large as yours, when you have like, you know, three to 5,000 plants. Yes. How do you manage? Like, how do you know, like what and how much and when, when you have that much to manage? I mean, it gets, it gets hectic. It gets confusing. But if you just stay by that recipe of, you know, never miss a spray, never miss a water, never miss a feed. I, I think it just becomes second nature. And the seasons help too. Um, you know, it's getting cooler now, so we're not watering as much. We're still feeding, you know, our twice a week, three times a week type of uh, routine, but we're not watering them because the soil's not getting dry. They're just they're just kind of chilling right now. It's only been like 75, 80 up here for now. And what are you using for, like when you feed them? What, what is it exactly that you feed your plants? Um, when they're in like, uh, you know, we make two different feeds, but we usually base it with like, so in the, in the beginning, you're going to want to use, um, like fish, you know, we, we use beneficial, uh, by whatever their hell their name is beneficial products. So they, we start with like a fish and a grow or a fish and then we switch it over to fish and bloom. And then we'll start adding things, um, like the grow urea, um, Think there's a finale that we add to it. Um, <coughs> what is this molasses. fish and grow? You, you you put an actual fish in there? <laughs> uh, it's like a blended. Yeah, it's like blended fish, fish guts, fish bones. Really? And it's blended, and we get yeah. it. Yeah, we get it. Like we get like 500 gallons of it, and you just like pump it. Um, I make it for the whole mountain. So on my mountain, there's there's my garden, which is 10,000 square feet, about 14 greenhouses. There's another five. So I just make it for the whole mountain, where I make like 80 gallons of feed. And then I add about 80 gallons of water. That's got to be fucking um, expensive yeah. as shit, bro. It is. It is. Um, but it's it's up there. <laughs> it's, it's up there. Lou, you got a pretty good sized farm too, right? Yeah, we um, we do 10 acres of hemp as well as um, we have a nursery concept as well. for uh, We do nursery for clones and genetics for medical patients and home grows. Um, that's what we do in state and then in puerto rico we have a medical grow and a medical dispensary Uh, i'm puerto rican by descent as well so you have a whole grow uh, you have a whole other operation in puerto rico aside from what you have in connecticut yes sir wow that's fucking incredible how do you manage that when you have grows at different you know that's a that's a big distance That's, that's that's a lot of commitment right there it is a i fly to puerto rico every month Every month you got to fly out there just to attend to your, you know, your crop and check up on yeah. things. I'm going back and forth. And, you know, it's like like the last gentleman said, just you have a set schedule. 
you have everything in place. You follow your rules. You never miss a water. You never miss a feed. And you always make sure to keep going by the books. Um, your IPM's in place. And as long as you follow your recipes, and um, I guess that's where, for the home grower, just, just the home grower, you start your, your regimen, put your schedule in, make sure you have your calendar in place. Um, start with great cultivars, uh, great genetics, and then uh, go from there, you know. The rest can be built out, you know. We're talking the home growth, you know. We're here talking what's going on for some home grow people, you know. They got to decide how much space they're going to use. And so we use, uh, since we're out here in Connecticut on the East Coast, we get uh, like lobster bodies shipped down. That's what we we add that into the fish stuff. So really, see, I've never heard that before. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah regional nutrients go a long way. Know you knowing what soil or mediums you're using. So I really love hearing that you do it for your entire mountain, bro. That's pretty dope because it is a labor intensive thing. Yeah, I'd like real dope. Joe, yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Joe, what about you? What about how's life on Pacific Grove? What do you, what's your schedule like on that uh, up there? How big is your farm? Um, so I'm at an indoor facility. Sick. I actually, I'm a, I'm a sales rep, you know, I work around it all day. So we use one gallon pots to grow in and it's like, we've got tables with dripper line systems. So our system is pretty much fully automated. So indoor growing is different. You know, we use uh, King's mix is our growing medium. So cocoa and stuff. So the water runs through it a lot faster. And so these plants, you know, they have dripper system in there and it detects when the soil is dry and the plants get watered. So you want to, you want to make sure that the plants are getting dried back so the roots can breathe and everything. That's incredible. So you have an entirely automated system. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the, the resins have to get filled and pH by a person, but other than that, it's automated. Yeah. And how much do you guys crank out in a harvest? Uh, 60 to a hundred pounds per room. Sheesh. Yeah, I can give you guys a tour really quick. If you want to talk to somebody else, I can like get my phone set up and bring. Why don't you get your phone set up and I'll yeah. put you full screen while we get them going, and I'll, I'll check out the yeah. tour. It'll be great for sure. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, that sounds like a really dope opportunity. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Me too. Me yeah, too. one second. Dylan, tell us, tell me about your operation, man. Uh, so, yeah, I have not started an operation here in Louisiana because I just moved here. Uh, looks like I'll have to do it indoors um, because it just it rains like 110 days out of the year here. So it doesn't work out too well outdoors. But uh, my most of my grow experience has been in the desert and outdoors. Um, and it in Las Vegas, it was incredibly hard to do that. So... Uh, I learned along the way what not to do. First of all, LED lights for be uh, just so you all know, I'm just a personal grower, so I don't I don't have any major grow up like these guys got going on. <laughs> but, you know, I still I'm here to learn and hopefully share. Well, that's the whole the thing is I want to get the insight from the people who already do grow at home, and plus, you know, people who are doing large scale because. You, getting both sides really can help you narrow down what you want to do with yourself. And maybe, you know, people who want to get into doing a large grow, you know, also, this is all information that, like, you know, people are not going to get. So when you were growing, let's say your last grow, for example, like, yeah. what do you have? Do you have nutrients you prefer to use? Because there's a lot of people who will either, like, 
you know, make their own, but there's a lot of people who also just buy stuff off the internet, like advanced grow labs and all that other stuff they have out there. So if you're going to grow on your own, I really recommend the Fox Farm uh, Ocean Forest Mix because, you know, that's already pre-mixed. That was my starting soil. That's the exact first thing I started with. Oh, yeah. It just, if you're doing larger scale, obviously, that's going to get pretty pricey. But for a small personal grow, I say, you know, go for it. Um, I did that. And then I also um, tried, like, half my grow was in the ground and then half um, were in 10 gallon pots and uh, the ones that were in the 10 gallon pots used the uh, fox farm and the other one used the locally sourced organic um, soil but i don't remember their name and also i don't even know if i could give them a shout out anyway but it's really important to make sure that you get you know quality nutrients and the right type of soil because if you get the wrong type you're screwed uh, i learned that the hard way on one my first grow unfortunately Oh, that's yeah. We don't want to be doing that. Oh yeah, and then um, if you're doing LEDs, look for uh, white LEDs. Don't make the mistake of getting the the purple lights. Those suck. <laughs> they don't do anything. People um, love the, the 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 purple lights, though. I mean, I guess if you're like supplementing some lighting or just between your white lights, but it did not work out for my grow up at all. Um. But the, the whole reason why uh, I call my grow page Drifts Gardens is because they grow in drifts, which is um, like groupings of plants that are um, of the same species. But I also like to throw in um, some other plants that uh, might just, you know, retain the water. Because I was in the desert, so all the water evaporated really easily. So I needed um, something that could hold the water in. So I used um, grass and just some clovers, and that was enough to help uh, keep the water. I see Joe's literally still here waiting, my man. Thank God. He's going to give us a tour. Uh-oh. I think. Oh, hold on. All right. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay, sweet. Here we go. All right. I'm going to full screen you. All right. We can still hear everyone, but you, we can only can see you. This uh, okay. is. So this is the facility that it I'm was working a smoke at currently. Break. This is our bedroom. Your vet? Oh, wow. Look at that. Nice. That is beautiful. That is yeah. beautiful. Look yep. at that setup. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, dude, indoor so that's a Bedroom. Let's see. If you're on TikTok, you got to get over to YouTube. Or, oh. or Twitch. Oh, there it is. It's a flower. Look at the flower. Yeah. So, <coughs> these are the pots that we're growing. These are one-gallon pots with the dripper system. They're all tagged because it's all metric and everything. We're growing in, like, King's Mix. Um, let's see. What do we got? Ex-Wife. This strain's called Ex-Wife. You're growing all of those in one in one-pound pots? One-gallon. One-gallon, I yeah. mean? Dude, how is that? Like, I, I was told, like... Five gallon minimum, and I'm seeing the yield you're getting off the one gallons, and I'm kind of shocked, dude. Because of the, it's because of his. I'm telling you, man, the drip system. Everything that people think that they've known now that we have science is not right. It's you, you really, it's like, dude, they can grow in this. We'll pull, you know, we pull pounds out of here, dude. Look how big these plants are. That's what I'm saying. Tell me more about this. Yes, Christine. Yeah, you did just enter heaven. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Yeah. 
So this is what I get to do for work. I'm a sales rep, you know. So what? Tell me about the one gallons. What is the benefit as opposed to doing something bigger? Because they always say bigger the pot, the more the yield is what everyone always told me. So what is how does this getting the kind of yield you're getting off that one gallon pot? Um, because it's all about, it's all about dry back, you know, it's like getting the nutrients in there and it's like, uh, hold on one second. Honestly, I don't even know what that term means dry back, bro. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'll go the other way. Um, actually here, it, it, it's, it's all about crop. It's like crop steering, you know, this is like agricultural, um, techniques that they're using. I mean, this is our, hold on. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glitching out. Um, we're all just having yeah, a great so time a, here <laughs> yeah agricultural <laughs> techniques um these are this is the resins we put in fill our nutrients in wow um, but yeah it's like the roots that's like all of the stuff goes up and into the room so it's all mixed in here <laughs> how's it going what up man um that guy yeah so <laughs> he looks like he's definitely but yeah solid. so it's like it's all about um it, like the the plants get watered or whatever and then the um that you want to have enough like you want them to dry out in between watering so so really the plant's getting exactly the nutrients that it that it needs you know this is like what we're growing in none of the extra royal shit. gold it's a king's mix royal gold that sounds real fancy see i've never heard of that one is that something exclusive yeah, to like your area, or can you get that anywhere? Made in humble. I mean, I'd imagine they're going to start shipping this shit all over the United States because you guys can grow now. So um, we use uh, we use salts like salt base to uh, Athena is the name of the line. And so if you actually were to get um, if you actually were to get Athena, it's got like their whole schedule for how they how you should water your plants on it. So when you're you're working with like, yeah. So, and this is again, particularly like pretty much for like indoor growing. I mean, you can do it for outdoors. Most of the people I know that grow outdoors are using, um, are, are using like teas, like a lot of compost teas, which like they guys were saying fish meal and stuff. Like if you're going to grow organic, if you're going to grow at, you know, for the head, it just really, it just really depends. You know what I mean? Like an indoor operation like this versus like, you know, 200 gallon outdoor pots. If you're trying to grow like 10 pound plants, you know? So can something like what you have as a setup be done on smaller scales? So say like if I wanted to do something, so it's more automated for me. So I, you know, having a four month old, it's real hard for me to be tending to these motherfuckers. If I got to, you know, watch him. So like having something that's more automated is actually ideal for me. Yeah, absolutely. I can give you that information. See, now I'm intrigued. Um, for sure. Yeah, I can I can give you all the info that I that I have if you wanted to do something like that. Like I've got um, another friend of mine who grows indoor does LEDs because they use less power. So, you know, it really just depends on the size of the room that you're growing in and everything. And like the guys are saying too, making sure you treat your plants and everything. You don't wanna you don't wanna miss waterings, any of that. It's like when you first start the plant off, it's at a hundred percent. And if you take care of it, it'll stay at 100%. If you miss waterings, if you abuse it, if you, like, get pests in your room, the plant's going to go from 100% just down, you know? So they say, you know, like, make sure you don't miss a water. You don't miss a feeding. Like, how often are you supposed to water? How often are you supposed to feed? <laughs> like, it, 
It depends. I mean, me depends if you're I growing just, in soil. I touch, my, I touch my soil. You just touch it. You stroke that bitch. Yeah, I touch. <laughs> yeah, I, I pet it. You know, sometimes uh, you know, I'll take so, a cup. A little foreplay. No, I won't do that. <laughs> you like to you like to give your your <laughs> pet a little a little love and attention. It's okay. Sometimes if they're like they're like moist enough where like I know the roots are getting it, like I won't touch it. But I could turn on my drips. Um, they're quite not as cool as that. Mine are, you know, a, a little different. But uh, but you could just turn them on and just let it gravity drip because I have my my I have a five I have two five thousand gallon tanks up at the top of a hill that just I could just stream it right down into my greenhouses and it'll disperse evenly throughout the day um, as I need it, you know. Or I could put on a pump and really hit them hard as well. Now, what she's asking, what's the difference? What's the difference between what? That's what I want to know. Define that what's the difference question. I'll ask them when they get on here. You guys can also call in with any questions for these guys. 860-384-7110. The number scrolling on the bottom. If you guys, uh, what's the difference in feeding? Yeah, you got to give it love. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing is I never, like, a lot of people know, like, how often am I supposed to feed it? Like, you guys have this thing where you can look at your shit and you can be like, you know what? I know it's good. I don't, I don't got to fuck with it, right? This, this motherfucker's good. I know the roots. Even though the top might look like it's dry. Like, yeah, it still yeah, might. you want to get in there. Stick your fingers in. See? Why is everything you do with your plants on super sexual, yeah. bro? What the fuck is that? Ty, just put your finger in. Listen, uh, I make love to these things, all right? <laughs> I hope it's at night at least. You know, <laughs> I make love to yeah. these I, I named I name all my I name all my all my greenhouses too. <laughs> so you have plans to take your stuff and go and bring it to a dispensary? Am I right? Like your grow is is literally it's a legal operation. Like you're attempting to actually start a brand and do all that, right? Mine? Yes. Me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we'll be in stores. Uh, Probably in the beginning of November under Sage Trees uh, Cannabis, we'll have a, a pre-roll um, and uh, an eighth, you know, release. Uh, we'll have extracts also because our partners, they own an extract lab and a distribution center out of Santa Rosa. Um, shout out to 965. Uh, you know, they, they take care of the rest for us. We grow it, they package it, and we go from there. That's another hey, point. Was that? So go ahead. I was just going to ask, uh, what type of extracts? Um, they do everything from diamonds to live resin. Um, they they haven't really gotten to the rosin thing yet because I feel like I feel like there's like some people that are making extracts. They they think rosin is like hippie hash, you know? Mad yeah. nugs, yo. Yeah, <laughs> packs on packs. Mad nugs out there. Oh yeah! Look at oh wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah, all of, all of these totes are filled. Oh shit! Damn, dude, you just got—is it like a wine cellar? But it's all just totes of weed. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah. These are like all the A's that are like need to be tested and stuff. Let me tell you, so. if, if anyone—if I ever envisioned, like, if anyone ever asked me, like, would you ever want your show to be like? I'd be like, <laughs> refer to this episode right after yeah. I lost power, <laughs> 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 because this is it. This, this, like, I, I just, this is. This to me is so intriguing. You guys have so many strains there. Sounds good. Yeah, there's we've got a bunch of stuff and a bunch of new stuff that we're doing testing on too. I think like we've got like seven that are in 
in that room right now, seven in bags. But we've got like runs, greasy runs coming down, grapecot pie, all sorts of crazy stuff. Oh wait a second! I grew. I, I, I saw, saw a bag coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was full screened. You, I was like, what's, what's he doing over there? <laughs> Flashing his bags, dude. Goof. How many strains did you guys grow in your last harvest? How many did you cut out? Um. We just did our first our first rip. We did two strains. We yielded about six hundred pounds, um, and counting because it's still getting processed right now. Um, and it was white runs uh, and mochi. Um, both tested nice. about like twenty two percent. We're we're really happy with it. Um, and right now we have some. Uh, we just took down another white runs, but it was like more of the purple pheno, which is going straight into bags. Um, we we were like, yeah, that's eighth, and then uh, a heavy OG that just dump dude if you're an og smoker you you're gonna like this one i do love all ogs uh, uh, in and uh some can you hear me yeah am i there yes oh i have some garlotti's garlotti's peanut butter skittles and some chem reserves that we're growing right now that's awesome oh, i can't wait to see harvest yeah they all dump <laughs> man yeah you guys yeah, gotta follow I, I chef goof if you know yeah, if you follow Chef Goof or St. <laughs> Trees, honestly, with three E's, St. Trees, uh, you guys can see pictures of these gross. I mean, they're crazy. Incredible. I mean, yeah, if you want to get a full picture, you got to definitely check them out. My man's doing it big up on there. Uh, <laughs> Later, dudes. Like, and, 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 and Joe, you, I know you work for also Beehive Extracts, right? Yeah. So my, my question is the, the process for extraction. Like something that's mm-hmm. easily done at home, and what would be maybe the easiest method to do? Say, because I can have six plants, so maybe I want to dedicate half that grow to just making my own extract because I like to do my dab. So, like, tell me more about that. Oh man, they would you'd have to do some dangerous shit. <laughs> oh really? Well, in that case, you know what? It's like, <laughs> not the greatest idea. Well, you can get the rosin. <laughs> just do some yeah, rosin. Do the rosin. rosin. Squish, squish rosin it. Don't, don't, don't blast blood. it. What's your name? Where are you I'm calling so from? <laughs> Hello? My name is Jay. Calling from Vegas. Just rosin. Jay from Vegas. What's going yeah, on, Jay? Jay? Yo, hey. So I had a major question. Um, like, we got a grow in our personal shed on the side of the house. And it's about to get real cold. Kind of curious what's a good idea to keep it warm. Who wants to take uh, this? You could put propane heaters in there. Just stick some propane heaters. In the beginning of the season, we when we get in the ground, we get in the ground around March 1st. Um, it's still wintertime. So what we do is we keep the plastics on on both the front, the back, and the sides. And at night, we'll put propane heaters in there. Um, obviously, just you know keep it safe you know, for yourself and everything like that. But it'll keep it warm enough. Are they uh, in ground or in pots? Soil in the ground. Okay, they'll probably stay warmer than they would be at least in the pots, so that's good. That's interesting. I don't know if I would ever grow in the ground. Like, I feel like I definitely would have to. Like, I do pots, but I do mine. I mean, uh-huh. I know people up in my up in Kovalo, they, uh the natives, they, they go straight into the ground. Really? Um, it, yeah, but they, but they also, it's weird because I wonder how, like, they keep. I guess it's living soil, so, like, they don't even need to amend, amend it at that point. It's worms probably just in there. Joe, any thoughts on keeping his plants warm in the cold season? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like most of, like if you're going in a garage or shed or something, I would say just to insulate as much as possible. You know, I've got friends that grow in their garages and they they built the rooms out and insulated them. They uh, they're in grow trays too, so they're off the ground. And like, uh, if you have lights in there, tip warm if it depending on the size and if it's insulated. So, but if they're in the ground, yeah, I am like not too sure. Yeah, it's only like an eight by eight, and the lights gave off some good warmth last year in the spring. But like, uh, what's the ideal temperatures? Well, I guess what I'm trying to get to to make sure I get something right. In veg, you can go up to like like almost eighty. I feel like in veg, they they like humidity. Um, there's a chart you can look up. I believe it's your VPD, and that's like ambient temperature in the room and the leaf temperature. So if you look at the VPD chart, but like when they're in flower, I mean, it's ideally like 60% humidity and, you know, like maybe 70s. Okay, so here's like in addition to that question, uh, what's like, a, what's the minimum temperature range? To avoid the get plants going to the Down to freezing in like January, and so it's just an aluminum shed 8x8. Eight But we yield a pretty good amount out of there. Are you using like uh, metal halide? LEDs, um, yes, the bad purple ones, as well as the white when I switch the switches. Uh, you might want to get some of those metal halide. That might keep it warmer. Yeah, LEDs. Yeah, LEDs, LEDs throw heat, but they don't throw as much as the HPS or metal halide do. Um, but they do say power, which right, is nice. Very cool. Yeah, um, I don't. A lot of my friends grow in smart smart pots or the kangaroo pots, so the cloth, cloth pots too. That that could be helpful. That's what I use. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. Yeah, so they can breathe. They're also pretty cheap too. Yeah, that's also a bonus. But I would never use a hard pot, yeah. a hard pot. Like here, here's an example, <laughs> Joe. Uh, by the way, thanks for calling in, man. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the insight. Yep. Anyone else got questions? Feel free to call in the, the number. Like for example, Joe. Like, all right. So you mm -hmm. like you know you know Lou, right? So Lou always yeah. every year he grows his shit outside, right? And his shit mm -hmm. looks beautiful. Yeah. Then he cuts it, and then I don't know what happens <laughs> after he cuts it, right? Because that shit be brown. <laughs> like it goes from like a beautiful looking <laughs> plant. So, like he says, he dries and cures it. Then when I see it, it's literally brown. Like, how the fuck does that happen in a matter of like you know, just in the time he like, he dried it and cured it? Is he what is he doing wrong? You think? Uh, okay. So rule number one is you definitely want to prune your plants. That's like like I learned this working on outdoor farms and working indoor farms. You wanna you wanna prune your plant. You wanna defoliate on like day twenty one and day forty nine, I believe pluck almost all of the leaves except for the top two leaves on the plant and when you're defoliating in like week or when you're doing your first defoliation you want to take all the suckers off the bottom so first thing Lou needs to do is like you really need to strip the plant like it looks like you're hurting the plant but you got to strip it you want to do that again on like week three and then like week uh, day 49 and then when you chop the plant you can either hang it whole plant. What we'll normally do is break the plant down and, and make kind of J-shaped hangers. And then you want to cure it 
for two for ideally 14 days and keep it at 60 degrees and 60% humidity. And after that, you take it and you put it in totes. You don't want to completely fill the totes. You want to do it halfway so that it doesn't get squished. Keep the lids off, rotate them. And so that, that's going to be your curing process and really like a 30-day 30, a 30 cure. And that's going to get you like the best product. So Lou, I think, just cures his weed in like whatever condition <laughs> with no humidifier at all. So <laughs> I think he does it like in his basement too, where it's so like humid. Yeah. You know, like it's just I don't know. Like I but I was that's like the one thing I had to ask. Like this guy, like and I feel bad every year he tries to grow, you know, a couple of plants for himself and then they look so nice. He shows me the whole season, oh come check the plants, you know, come check the plants, PZ. I'm like, All right, you know, oh yeah, they're looking real good and then next thing you know, he's he's like, Oh, come check the, the, the you know, the crop and then pops the jar out and I'm like, Bro, what the fuck happened? Six, 60 and 60, man. You want it 60 degrees if you can do it. If it's a little warmer, 60 to 65, but 60% humidity, you want to keep them in a dark room. Like, they're photosensitive even when you chop them, too. So it's like, that's that's the best thing you can do for, for four, 14 days, 60 and 68. This advice I can give on curing weed, because I think a lot of people, as they start to grow at home, are going to realize how hard it is to grow good weed. I had, honestly, I'm looking at the comments right now, and a lot of people are saying the same thing, like, oh, that's what happened to me. Like, mine turned brown, and it looked so great when it was still on the plant before I took it down. So, like, I guess if there's something... It's... Go ahead. What's up, Chef? What were you saying? No, he froze. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, did I freeze out? Yeah, you did. No, you're what good. were you going to say? Hey. So the moisture in the air, we ended up having a rainstorm uh, right after we chopped a bunch of plants, and the moisture in the air actually created some mold on it mm. while they were drying, um, that we had to stick a bunch of dehumidifiers in our shipping containers that we were hanging them, um, just to get the moisture out. It's kind of a bitch. Yeah, that sounds like a bitch. But I mean, did I freeze? Are you guys frozen? No, I mean, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't think- <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm in a good spot. It's all right. Listen, it's already eight eleven. We're gonna cut this down anyways. We we'll probably we can do this again another time. We'll do a part two or something. But you know, you guys have been giving me plenty of your time, and I really appreciate it. I just want to say thanks to Dylan, thanks to Chef Goof, thanks to Joe from Pacific Grove, my man and my my cousin. <laughs> cousin. Yeah. I just got one more tip, real quick. For you got uh, a tip, growers. All right, yeah. please go okay. ahead. There's this app called uh, Grow with Jane. You can keep track of your whole grow. Um, keep track from when you uh, are sprouting them to when they're vegging um, you can mark them as dead or whatever. grow with Jane you said yeah it's a really cool app check oh. it out check it out grow with Jane never heard of it thanks for having me on the show man listen appreciate it guys uh, shout out you guys if you want to find uh, find them online you guys want to drop your IGs or something yeah I can do that yeah yeah go ahead I don't put the cot like well, I guess, yeah, I'm at, if you want to check out Pacific Grove, it's at Pacific Grove. Um, if anybody has any questions, I mean, you can definitely let him know or you can find us on, find me on Instagram. I'm at Joe to the Izzo. So feel free to hit me up and we can answer any any questions. This should be knowledge that people have. I want everybody to grow good weed. It's not like we're hiding shit from people here, you know? Hell yeah, dude. We definitely, definitely want to have you back on, dude. You were great. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, thank Both you. Both of you guys. Appreciate it. Fucking awesome dude, Joe. Good ass show. 
Pacific Grove. If you want to check out Joe's uh, spot and Joe to the Izzo, I-Z-Z-O is his IG. Uh, Drifted Farms, uh, Drifted Garden, I'm sorry. Drifted Gardens on IG if you want to check them out. Uh, Chef Goof and also Say Trees with three E's. Uh, if you want to check out his grow, what they're doing out there in uh, Covalo, California. And uh, Lewis, who had a bad connection, but if you want to check out his hemp farm, Weepa Farms, W-E-P-A Farms, right here in Connecticut. Shout out everybody who tuned in tonight. Shout out to all of you who watched on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever it might be. Keeping the comments popping. I appreciate y'all. Next week. Next week, the Pop Brothers at Law Live. That's right. Shut the fuck up. It's going down here. You do not want to miss that show. Yes, the Pop Brothers at Law are going to be live. We'll do the script readings. You guys can call in and ask any questions you have. It's damn near free consultation with a lawyer. I'm just saying. And they're the fucking dopest dudes of all time. So make sure you guys follow us, like, share, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, IG, all social media at 2B Blunt Podcast with the number two. That's 2B Blunt Podcast with the number two. And feel free to support the Loud Fund on Venmo. It's 2B Blunt. <laughs> and find all of our pages right here. Linktree slash 2B Blunt Podcast. You guys, it's going down. Don't miss next week's show. It's going to be huge. I'll see y'all next week. Same week time. Same weed channel!